0: Look who decided to show. Sorry I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time.
1: If I don't leave
2: now, I'll be late for being early.
1: You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late.
2: If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later. With Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Hello,
1: hello, check, 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 one, two, one, two. good... Hello, and this is the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. I'm Jeremy. And this is episode 105.
0: What if we went from carrots and cherries to peaches and cream? Yeah, it doesn't work the same
1: uh, It doesn't really. Although peaches and cream is one of my all-time favorite things. All time. I mean, Okanagan peaches in the height of their peach greatness in the summer and whipped cream.
0: Are you kidding There's me? There's
1: nothing more you need in life, actually. Really, I mean that's like the pinnacle of dessert flavor combination. I, just, for me. I feel
0: like we went with carrots and cherries because it's a play on carrots and Jeremy. Yes, um, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Then it's like a weird combo. <laughs> Almost feels like a health smoothie. <laughs> but then does. like they never use cherries in smoothies. But cherries are delicious. I love. But you cherries. know
1: what? I think I think carrots and cherries could be a good combination. Like when you juice that, if you have a juicer,
0: that could be good. Yeah, totally. Deep pit the cherries though. But yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I'll yeah. Figure it out. All right. Peel the carrots, pit the cherries. That will be
0: our future smoothie. Yeah. It'll be a future smoothie, the carrots and cherries. We'll get there.
1: Yes. And it's going to be so brightly colored. It's going to blow your hair back.
0: No peanuts. It will be a nut-free smoothie. Totally
1: nut-free smoothie. So it's available. few pits maybe, but no nuts. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe pits, no nuts. So what number are we? (laughs) 105.
0: Wow. Did you ever think we'd ever make 105 podcasts?
1: Um, Yeah. You know, I did think I did that that we would, but I didn't know that I would get here this quickly
0: yeah you mean, know it's funny because you could just do the math but it's like we refused yeah no we're, we're just s- like oh 100 podcasts takes like 12 years <laughs> better yeah, get started
1: <laughs> and then one foot in front of the other and lo and there behold we're here in like two and a half months
0: yeah crazy what? Yeah, maybe a few more months than that but yeah right. yeah
1: no you're right it's like four months i guess six maybe. Months, maybe no not six months four uh, months how long eight, have we been august? a show since august
0: late august almost september
1: Mm. Early August.
0: Was it early August? It was early August. It wasn't the first week.
1: (laughs) It was not the first week. It was a
0: long time ago.
1: Yeah, it was. September, October, November, December.
0: Yeah, like five months. Five months. We got there. We could do math. That's why we felt like it took so long to get to 100 (laughs) 100, because we can't count. Uh, Do we have a title for this one? Do you yes. Know? We're going back and forth on a few.
1: Episode 105, Icelandic Pizza.
0: Oh, yes. I saw the tweet mm. from my buds Dylan and Jason on The Zone, and I was like, what? And then no sooner did I see that tweet, she goes, this show, we're so not plugged in. Every other morning show is tweeting it. And I was like, I miss that in the old show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know what? We're not every other morning show. Not, we don't, we don't want to be talking about what every other morning show but is talking anyway.
0: about. Because... <laughs>
1: We are our own show.
0: Yeah. We do yes. our
1: own thing.
0: It was fun, though. Icelandic pizza was fun. So we did talk about that.
1: Yeah. And Icelandic pizza, for the record, apparently is a pizza that has a whole goat's head on it, which is... Sheep's head. So, right. Sorry,
0: sorry. Sheep. Right, right. Whatever. <makes> They're all the same. You know what I mean? I, Goat, sheep. I don't know. Sheep, I mean,
1: on. honestly, we just put an animal head on a pizza and I find that a little um, uh, I'm just not sure how to even eat that.
0: They always text the into this show to call me a sheeple, but you could call me a gopal. I believe it too. Yeah, it's fine. it's I inter- inter- interchangeable. Because I'm a sheeple. Yeah. I'm a gopal. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we won't put your head on pizza, though.
0: Uh, Let's not do that. Yeah, not a lot there, so you'd be no. a it would be a thin pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> One time I was walking down Commercial Drive, and these two bros <coughs> were at a pickup truck, and they'd like reverse cat called me. They were like, "You have a small head." What? <laughs> and I still think of it this day but I regret telling my wife that because even to the, like she'll use it sometimes like no oh. in a way she'll just be like you have a, you, you're very sensitive about your small like if someone else brings it up or something she'll, she'll be like you're very I'm like I told you don't use it against me. <laughs> it was a long time ago but I still think about it. Oh uh, uh, yeah <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like driving by like you have a small head. <laughs> what? Who does that? How did you tell? You're driving a pickup truck. It's dark. It's nighttime. I'm like walking down Commercial yeah. Drive after work, and so I was like, "You're a small head." I'm like I do. How did you know? That hurts me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's because he has a small penis, and I, that's maybe, how. Maybe,
0: but I can't tell. I yeah. can't yell that back at no, him. No, he, he just yelled back. A small no, head. but he
1: knows he has a small penis. So when you tell him, then it just reaffirms his concerns, and then that's I think that's helping him.
0: What would happen though if you know a guy drives by? And he's like, Karis, you have a small head. And you're like, you have a small penis. And he's like, I know. <laughs> I wish that that's the world we lived in, Jeremy. That I would wish. just kick the piss out of everything. <laughs> exactly. The guys in his giant pickup truck is like, fuck you. And you're like, you have a small penis, got kind of a big pickup truck. He's like, I know, that's why I bought this truck. Exactly. Like, like uh, oh,
1: okay, cool. Yeah, and that would be that would be a reasonable that would just response. The whole thing. Yeah. And I think it'd be a reasonable response to me to respond to him like that. <laughs> and then it would be reasonable for him to acknowledge, yeah, you know what, you're right. I right. am yelling at you about your small head because of my inadequacy. <laughs> i understand that that's what i'm doing here you know i mean it's the same with the 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 alternative facts people who call our radio station periodically thankfully not very you often call me a gopal. but you know they call you a gopal or they get on us about being mainstream media and i got the real facts and blah You're blah like blah it's like, owned by a billionaire dude, we know dude yeah like just Calm down, take some deep breaths, go to therapy, and understand that your anger and frustration and anxiety right now about a mask or about vaccines or about I have the real facts versus the mainstream. That's actually just you needing a lot of therapy and you needing to peel back all the layers of the onion and figure out why at the very center of your being you're so angry and frustrated and mad at stuff that you can't control. That's what you need to figure out. Forget about facts. Just go into a dark corner and pay a therapist to figure out why you're so fucked
0: up. What I want to have happen Is now someone comments on this podcast to be like, I was that person. And thank you. I went to therapy. Good. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would
1: be amazing.
0: All of the anti-vaxxers.
1: I do. Thank
0: you. You need to go to therapy. You're fucked up. I do. I do. Thank you. <laughs> really, that's
1: all it takes. If that like, day ever happens, fucking... oh
0: my god, I'm gonna remember that <sighs> day forever.
1: Just all the anti-vaxxers need to line up for therapy and figure <laughs> out what the fuck is actually going like, on. I
0: just don't understand why they're even listening to our show. Oh, I th- point, well, and there aren't
1: very many, not but not it's many, just there, and they're so they're just their energy is so horrible. It's like I feel for them because I think it must be so exhausting to be them because they're constantly fighting. They're fighting against everything all the time. And I think about how tiring that must be for them to live inside their own heads. And really, what you need to do is go talk to somebody about why you're feeling that way. Because believe a professional, me, dude, don't talk to yeah. No, a man. professional. Don't go onto the internet and find your other anti-vax friends who are also suffering from your mental illness. Go and talk to a therapist who can help you work that shit out.
0: Which would be good, yeah. I mean, go to join a boxing gym, thirty-minute hit, man. Get it out.
1: Like just get uh, it out. Take fucking a chill pill and chill the fuck out. Sorry. With, our, with my, our audio table, of, with
0: our audio table of contents, yes. should we just let? The intrepid podcast listener, who's hate listening to us right now, (laughs) guess which segment we had the guy phone up and calling us Gopals.
1: Yes, yes. That's a great idea.
0: You'll probably, you'll listen to the show. You're gonna hear a bit, and you'll be like, "Ah, that's, that's when I the got one. a phone call."
1: That's the one. That's the one where the guy called up and spewed Loss, on and on Loss about mainstream mine. media. And, oh, mine. Bonnie Henry's lying every day. Every day, cool,
0: she lies. Cool. Yeah, cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, whatever, yep. man.
1: You are way too angry. You, you need figured to it chill out, up. and
0: you were the only one, and we're all idiots. Yes, um, totally. Yo, now, okay, I am so an idiot. I don't pretend <laughs> to not be. I'm just not any more of an idiot than these guys. That's the problem. They uh, think they're like, you know, they're just like, oh, I'm so smart. I'm like, no, you're not. You're an idiot. I am too, but so are you. And once you kind of get there, I have a small penis and I'm an idiot. You're free. <laughs> you're free. You're free. You're free. And no one go. can hurt you anymore. You don't want to hurt you. You have a small <laughs> head. <laughs> and they could have put it on pizza. Uh, also, we're going to talk to Sam Che. We got some hockey talk. Canucks. We love the Canucks now. Canucks went from like burn the franchise down and move them to Quebec City to like, I love this team so much. Um, they just keep doing good things. And we're going to talk to Sam Chang about that. She's a new mom. She's doing nothing. She took, well, she's doing stuff, being a mom. But I just mean she took time out of being a new mom to come on the show. And that's awesome. So we love Sam. Thank you. Um, what else do we got going on? Uh, Pizza, well, yeah, we're talking grocery shopping
1: with kids.
0: Grocery shopping with kids.
1: And actually, uh, oh, that's and tunneling it. through the earth.
0: Oh, yeah, right, Tunneling yeah. through the earth. <laughs>
1: but we'll start with grocery shopping with young children. It should be a Beastie Boys, Sabotage on 1027 The Peak. Good morning. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. I love that song. It's a fabulous Beastie Boys song. That song takes me back to, the. Pl- I think, the, my most loved... And also most, my most challenging time with that song, <laughs> my most love and also the most difficult time. Uh, it takes me to a grocery store when I had really young children. They were just toddlers, you know, like one of them was three and one of them was one. And I was trying to grocery shop with them and they would never sit in the little, they'd never sit in the cart Because to them, it was baby jail. So they would just cry and scream and yell if I tried to keep them in the cart. So my best option, grocery shopping with them when they were little, was just to let them out. But try and corral them while also grocery shopping. And Sabotage, like, Sabotage is the soundtrack to me chasing my toddlers through the grocery store. Like, that's them just like... and I'm running after them and that is exactly what that song always reminds me of and I kind of have like a love uh, feeling about it and also sort of like a little feeling <laughs> like memories dreaded memories but also oh man you know that was also kind of funny in retrospect not at the time
0: it should be illegal to bring your kids to the grocery store
1: yeah although I had to I, yeah, you know no, like I, know. I had to
0: I know I know I did yeah, the same, it's I, did hard, the same. Right? I have to I don't want to no. I, it would be if they made it illegal you're helping me <laughs> They're, you know what I mean? You're, <laughs> yeah. You know, take the kids with you, store. I can't. No, I can't. It's, it's, it's against the law.
1: I can't do that. They the won't. Groceries don't let,
0: let me in. They check my vax pass and say no kids. Sorry. What do I do? What do I do? It's a government policy. Okay, this is a crazy story. Has been. We're not crazy. Um, an interesting story for us in Canada uh, that's bouncing around the internet uh, today of a pizzeria in Iceland. A uh, story showed up on As It Happens on the CBC. Uh, Pizzeria wanting to pay homage to their uh, pagan uh, traditions. Serve a pizza with a full-on sheep's head on a bed of arugula and carrots.
1: Like uh, just the Full-on whole... head.
0: Yeah, the head of a whole sheep.
1: And it's just right in the middle.
0: Boom. Just the big old head. like Think like the godfather with the head in the bed, but on a bed of pizza.
1: And then there's arugula.
0: There's arugula and carrots. This is the same nation state that wanted to outlaw pineapple. Like they wanted to make a law, like a rule, no pineapple on pizza because they're like, that's crazy.
1: Which country is this again?
0: Iceland. Yeah, okay. So there is uh, a cultural significance to it. First off, the pizza is supposed to look like the sheep's heads laying on a like on a field. That's the arugula and the carrots. Mm-hmm. Um but, but, you know, pizzas, but car- pineapple's weird. But yeah, you know, we put carrots on pizza. like, come on, guys. Um, so what they said is this, like, harkens back to uh, it's basically a type of Valentine's Day um, for men in Iceland. Uh, they said that during uh, Thorablot, Icelanders traditionally eat sheep's head, this pizza, as well as fermented shark, whale blubber, rams, testicles, and blood pudding to honor pagan gods and men.
1: And they put all of this on pizza?
0: Yeah. And how many men right now, maybe briefly, were like, oh, that sounds gross. But then he's like, no. This is to honor you. You're like, well, then give me the fermented shark. I don't want to eat sharks, leave them in the ocean. But the other stuff, maybe I give it a try. Um,
1: I don't understand how practically you'd get a piece of that on your pizza slice. I'm how so, do you I'm even so am gla- that
0: glad I'm up? so glad you asked, Karis.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: I'm so glad you asked. Do you eat pizza with a fork and knife or are you normal? <laughs>
1: I, I generally don't eat pizza with a fork and knife. Neither no. do
0: Icelanders, so they provide you with gloves. You shred the head with your hands,
1: and then you pile for a blot. And then you and
0: then you move it around the the pizza, the arugula and the carrots.
1: And then you slice it,
0: and it's already you know, and it's triangular bits. And yeah. then you take the rest of the sheep's head. I mean, it's all there. So the parts that you don't eat, green bin that, and then you eat it with your hands. Okay. That's the men's Valentine's Day. And okay. then the women celebrate theirs next month with flowers and cake and normal things too. I don't and, know. If... And,
1: they, and they have a problem with pineapple.
0: Problem with pineapple. Okay. This is the most hardcore thing.
1: <laughs> that is the most hardcore pizza I've ever heard of.
0: I watched all three Thor movies. They didn't bring this up one time. So those uh, tunnel burrowing machines are going to show up here to start going, you know, to make the Broadway subway line.
1: Yeah, the huge mechanical moles.
0: Yes, they are a sight to behold. They're just incredible machines. Uh, one buddy was like, hey, man, if we, uh, if we turn them straight down, could we tunnel to China? Because like, you always are like, oh, if we dug straight through the earth, you end up in China. But you wouldn't.
1: I feel like the the core of the earth would melt the burrowing machines. I don't think we'd get through it to the other side.
0: Yeah. But imagine if you could, if you went straight, like straight, we went, we're in downtown Vancouver, and we're like, let's go mm. straight through the core yeah. with our super powerful Broadway subway burrowing machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We wouldn't end up in China.
1: No, we wouldn't.
0: You would create one hell of a leak because you'd pop out in the South Atlantic Ocean. And then water would come shooting out of the hole. You would create a mess.
1: I think it really would be more problematic than than, than
0: helpful. Yeah, you'd have I, to learn to swim. Totally. But you would swim to the nearest island is called French, Southern, and Antarctic lands. Population 150.
1: If we were just to go straight, would, to straight to the ocean. You would side. end up in
0: the ocean and then you would have to swim really far and you'd find almost uninhabitable islands.
1: I just don't see that being a good thing for anybody.
0: But there you go. If someone's like, oh, we dug through the earth, hmm. would we end up in China?
1: No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you no, wouldn't. Okay. So Neil Young or Joe Rogan? Apparently Spotify now has to choose.
0: Oh, don't make us choose, Spotify. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know. Do we do you, this? Okay, so what this is about is Neil Young has laid it down. He has said, you know, I'm tired of Joe Rogan and his uh, misinformation. Sure. And Spotify, if you are going to host his show, then you can no longer have my music. My music will not be available on your platform. So Neil Young has said, "This this is an, I'm giving this to you, Spotify. It's an ultimatum. It's either Joe Rogan or me, Neil Young.
0: I guess what I don't understand, it like, I'm on Spotify right now, and it's like, you know, there's Neil Young, just ripping and roaring. So it's like, he can take his music off. You don't have to be like, Spotify, take, you know, it's like when you're like, block me. It's like, you can just delete yourself. You don't have to be like, block me if you, or him. It's like, you can just quit you're um
1: yes although he's making a point of it because he's making a he's drawing attention to misinformation is, this would be my but guess is that,
0: is that rocking in the free world to like be like take this guy off I mean he's a fear factor dude he drank crazy milkshakes like
1: yeah yeah he did i don't know i would so would you rather hear this on spotify
0: i don't want to choose
1: or or would you rather hear Joe?
0: Well, if you're asking me, I'd rather hear Neil Young. Yeah, me
1: too. I'm
0: just saying I wouldn't throw a tantrum about it, is all I'm saying. I would just be like, I can live in a world where Joe Rogan is a podcast. I listened to Joe Rogan one time. I had buddies like, Oh, you listen to Joe Rogan, it's so good. And this was before he got into the politics and the COVID. So this is like the old Joe Rogan podcast. He had a dude on his show being like, Is space real? I don't think it's real. I don't think space is real. I've been up there. And I was like, okay, I'm out. Like I was out at that moment. That was just like, okay, I'm, I'm it's done. not, it's not for me. It's not for me. That was long before we got talking about Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, it's not for me. Uh, so I mean, if someone's listening to that show and is like, oh my god, I need medical advice. Like, you know, can we not have Rocket in the Free World? And is space real? The podcast.
1: Well, I guess the problem is, is how much harm does is space real do well, to, to me, none. the planet?
0: To me, none.
1: Yeah, I know, but unfortunately, there are many more people who
2: disagree.
0: Yeah, fair enough. It's the early Show with Karis and Jeremy on 1027 The Peak.
2: Alternative Vancouver.
0: Speed is of the essence. It's Karis and Jeremy on 1027 The Peak. Hello, Sam. Good morning. Good morning.
1: Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. How are you?
0: Good, thanks. How are you?
1: Good, good. I hope uh, being a mom is treating you okay.
0: Pretty good so far. Okay. That's all we can ask for. That's pretty all, good so yep. far.
1: You know what? Pretty good is actually pretty good for when you're just becoming a mom because I know yeah. that's a rough, rough time. So
0: We've asked Sam to put down the receiving blanket briefly to talk some puck. Yep. Sam Chang from the Broadcast. Uh, Sam, Canucks making some big power moves. Yeah, um, maybe we want to talk about it. They, they've they've uh, expanded the front office. I guess that's probably the big story today. Yeah, the the biggest hire is, of course, the assistant GM, who
1: is Emily Castongue and this is a this is only the second time in NHL history that this position has been hired a woman has been hired for the role and of course for the Canucks this is the first time in the franchise's organization that this has happened it's pretty exciting
2: yeah it's great i was super happy to see that it's the second woman they've hired in the last week of course they added Rachel Dory uh, to their analytics department earlier um, but I think I think it's a great hire, and I'm happy to see that uh, Jim Motherford is kind of expanding the
0: pool of candidates that he's looking at. Uh, Sam, are you only saying this because she was also a lawyer?
1: Definitely. And Sam, this is because you are a
2: lawyer. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And lawyers stick together. (laughs)
2: Lawyers supporting lawyers. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we need.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so, you know, listening to the bros cast, the boys on the sports talk were saying that both uh, Emily and Rachel hugely sought after by other teams. And it was a bit of a coup that the Canucks were able to land them both.
2: Yeah, I think so and I think you can see that um just from the reactions of other people in the league uh you know I know I know yesterday a lot of Emily Cassingate's clients were singing her praises and saying that they were sad to see her go to the other side um and kind of be their former agent and so I think it's it's always a good sign when other people are uh are kind of sad about them
0: going.
1: Yeah, it's, it shows that they obviously were very valued in the position they were in previously. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, her role? Do you think as assistant GM, she'll she'll be tackling contracts? Do you think?
2: I assume so, but I I think from her press conference yesterday, it also sounded like she had quite a lot of ideas um, for you know how to make things better for players, and I, I it reminded me a bit of Mike Gillis. Um, which was interesting because obviously Gillis was also an agent before he became the GM of the Canucks, um, and so as I've, I've always kind of thought, it makes it makes sense to hire agents into the front office because they've spent so much of their career advocating for the interests of players, um, and that's a great way to put your put your team in a position with a front office that's prioritizing ways to make players' lives better.
1: And and also, camp, right. Yeah, and that's exactly it. Like if and it, not only, you know, make it good for the players who you currently have, but then also hopefully create an environment which is attractive to make other players want to come and play for your franchise.
0: Totally. Yeah, the money's the same, right? Like like Connor McDavid gets the same amount of money no matter what team he plays for at that level. So then he's picking on other things, right? Yeah. That's and huge. I think uh, we
2: saw that with the connection in kind of like in the Gillis era, you know, people would talk about how they aggressively lobbied the league for a better schedule. They were hiring sleep consultants, and they were doing all kinds of things that other teams hadn't thought of, I think, just because he came from a totally different
0: perspective than than the usual GM. Uh, in your estimation, Sam, what's next for the Canucks? Uh,
2: I think the obvious next step is they have to fill that GM position. I am a bit surprised that they made all of these hires before hiring the GM, because I think normally you would see the general manager staffing his own front office. Um, so that'll that'll be an interesting uh, dynamic, I think.
0: Thank you, Sam Chang. She's one part of the Broadcast Hockey Podcast, which you can find online. Uh, Sam tweets... Um, at Samantha CP underscore, she will not give you free legal advice over Twitter. I've asked.
1: No, even though she is a lawyer, and I don't know she if she has any mothering advice, she's probably not giving that over Twitter. Not for free. No. I'm excited for the Vancouver Canucks' future.
0: I am too. Oh man, I I think this bodes well. I want to get the tiger. I want to get the tiger whale. uh, Jersey. Yes, that's right.
1: Because tonight is the Lunar New Year production Canucks game. Training. they yeah. were the
0: red jerseys on the ice before it's the year of the tiger so they made this like tiger whale hybrid logo it looks like a fantastical creature of the sea
1: yes and land so cool i'm
0: gonna make a dungeons and dragons monster for I, sure
1: i just don't understand why they can't just wear those jerseys for the whole game you know they, they're the warm-up jerseys same with the diwali you know they have yeah. the diwali warm-up jersey why can't they just wear it for the
0: whole game yeah, like if the oil, especially with, if the Oilers are in, are going to be in blue and white with yeah. orange, they yeah. could wear a solid red and gold jersey, and it would be it it, nobody's awesome. nobody's, nobody's so gonna going to get
1: confused like which team is which. Yeah, team
0: is the, which one? Um,
1: yeah. So I I think it would be awesome if they just wore them through the whole game. Forget yeah, this like be... warm up stuff. Where the and I don't yeah. know if there's like a superstitious thing with the players. I, I don't know feel how that works.
0: Like... Yeah, of two minds. One, maybe the, char- uh, the characters, the players are <laughs> trained. You know, I mean, it's just probably muscle memory. So who you're looking for on the ice just yeah, in a second, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's sports psychology about that, but test yeah. that. Mm hmm. And I think the NHL just has, like, rules about jerseys. Yeah. And they're just like, follow the rules. And you're like, all right. Are we here to sell stuff or not? Come on, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are we here here to have fun and create entertainment or not?
0: Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Uh, Anyway, jerseys do look rad. I'm psyched on it. I love the Diwali. The Diwali ones, if we're power ranking this year's ones, I love the Diwali ones. Yeah, the design is very good. I don't know what it was. Well, it was yellow was.
1: and purple. And yeah, it
0: was, like, it was cool colors. It was yeah. different. Um, but the the tiger whale, I, I won't get over it.
1: <laughs> I want to, in life, I want in nature there to be a tiger whale.
0: Yeah, all these scientists are like, we're genetically modifying wheat to grow in colder climates. It's Boring. Like,
1: come up with a tiger whale, please. Yeah,
0: drought-resistant <laughs> crops. Boring. Give <It> us tiger <laughs> whale, you dummies. Why did you even go to college? <laughs>
1: No, thank you. We appreciate your service for things that actually matter. But, but you know, P.S. Also, tiger whales. Yeah,
0: oh, you just you're committed to getting us hate mail. <laughs> you're committed to it.
1: Uh You can tweet at us at any time. Can't
0: wait. Please do. <laughs> at Jeremy
1: underscore Baker and at Charis C H A R I S Hog H uh, O G G.
0: What should be the reason they tweet at us for the chips? How much they love Joe Rogan.
1: Uh well yeah <laughs> well no they have to they have to tell us which Me part of the joke. podcast yeah. which part of the podcast oh, yes, was the one that triggered the uh, the caller who was very upset about you know what facts are the right facts and the
0: sheeples and the mainstream media and yeah and all that kind all of all of it came out in that right. call yes uh, they didn't make the podcast. Uh, mostly because Karis the entire time was just like, hang up, hang up, hang
1: up. What are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, no. Just put this guy out of his misery. Put hang out And misery. please, <laughs> yes, us too. Just, just we need to be done with this call. Don't worry
0: though, guys. After we hung up the phone, after him yelling at us, um, he sent us a bunch of messages too. So, we got his points. Yes, we got his. True yes, facts.
1: and I really, honestly hope that that guy can find uh some peace because he obviously is dealing with a lot of inner turmoil. And I'm sure that that's very tiring and it's probably increasing his blood pressure dangerously. Yeah. You know,
0: so. Use that blood pressure space for sodium, not for yellow. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like you you want to eat all the potato chips, right? So eat all the potato chips and let that raise your blood pressure. Not, you know, not worrying about alternative facts. Like just (laughs) let it go. Our unofficial
0: sponsor, potato chips. Exactly. (laughs) Get the chips. Tweet at the show. Um, all right, cool. That was super fun times. And uh, we love you guys for being part of the podcast, of course. And uh, we'll do it again tomorrow with more dumb stuff. Uh, so you can get at us every day. We're on the Peak radio station in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Online, around the world at thepeak.fm. But in Vancouver uh, at 1027FM. You, you can tweet at us at Karis Hogg. Did we already do we that did that.
1: We did that part already. So we can just say bye now. Bye. <laughs> See ya.
0: Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.